Welcome to the Weight Loss and Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. How is everything going for you today? I have had a bit of an up and down time recently, but I was really pumped after doing the how to stay committed to your weight loss webinar on Monday. And the day that this is releasing, it's two days after the webinar. And I released the webinar replay if you wanted to watch the webinar. But so many of you said that it's easier for me to actually listen to the replay on the podcast. So I have a special treat for you. I am going to release the audio version of the replay as this week's episode, because I think it's going to be so useful for all of you who listen to the podcast on a regular basis and prefer podcasts as the way to take in the knowledge that you want to take in. And so if you are interested, remember the enrollment for the August group coaching program is open. So enrollment is open up until Monday, the 17th of July, and it is for up to 12 amazing ladies who want to get to the root cause of their overeating. So if you feel like anything that I talk about in this podcast is useful for you and you are done with feeling really controlled by food, by letting it consume so much of your mental energy, by being so mean to yourself, by just wanting to talk kindly to yourself, by not wanting to have to worry about that again and again and again, by wanting to achieve the goal that you have set for so long, by wanting to never count your calories, macros, points, by not wanting to over-exercise to lose weight or even need to exercise at all to lose weight, by wanting to plan your food and decide what you plan every day instead of having someone external telling you what you're going to eat, by wanting to eat with your family and not needing to make extra random meals that are different for you and different for them, by wanting to get to that root cause of why you're using food to feel better, by wanting to feel those emotions in your body so you don't need food to escape from your emotions, by becoming aware of your mind so that you are able to change the way you think, by wanting to rewire your brain so this is just not an issue for you. If any of this resonates with you, the group coaching program is the perfect place for you to really lose the weight for the last time. Because what we do is we literally rewire your brain so that you are building long-lasting habits that will allow you to keep the weight off forever. So it's a six-month group coaching program for 
up to 12 ladies. That's the maximum I can take, take in this round. And what you will get is you will get two live coaching calls per week with me. And the calls are currently Tuesdays, 12 to 1 p.m. BST, which is 7 to 8 a.m. EST. And Thursdays, 4 to 5 p.m. BST, which is 11 to 12 p.m. Well, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. EST. So these timings have been decided to ensure that most people from all across the world can tune in if this resonates with them. So not only do you get the live coaching calls, which is where we get to that root cause for you, where we actually find out what are the thoughts that are holding you back, actually feeling those emotions, actually redeciding how we want to talk to ourselves by actually looking at how can we tweak our plans to make them more doable for ourselves? How can we treat ourselves with the love and respect we deserve when we have gone off our plans? How can we be holding ourselves accountable, but actually in a way where we're not being so mean to ourselves? This is what we do in the group coaching calls. This is where you will get individualized coaching every single week up to twice a week. And then you have the private Facebook group where you can get daily written coaching. I am your coach and I will be there to guide you every step of the way. If in between the calls you're struggling with something, this is where you ask for coaching. Written coaching is super powerful because you can always go back and refer to it in a very easy form. And it can be very powerful because I can ask you just the one question and that can open everything up for you. And initially, I didn't really believe too much in written coaching until I experienced the power of written coaching and everything changed for me. So I want to offer you this gift as well. You also get the amazing mind and body food planner. Remember, this is the planner that I created for my clients exclusively. This isn't available for you to buy elsewhere. Only when you join the group coaching program do you get the PDF copy, which is available for you to print out anytime you want. And it incorporates all of the mind management with the food planning. And this is the hardest bit because most people just focus on the mind management or just focus on the food planning. But the beauty comes when you can incorporate them together. So in the mind and body food planner, you're going to have your daily plans, your daily evaluations. You've got weekly plans and monthly plans in there. You've got space for journaling. You've got some journal prompts to help you with that. And you've got space for when you have overeaten or eaten more than you had planned to dive deeper into those so that you can really look at what was food for solving for you in that moment. And you can do so without any judgment because this is normalized in the group coaching program. We want to find out what was food solving for you because only then can we actually do something about it. So that is what the Mind and Body Food Planner is there for. And then you get the Netflix of weight loss. So you get the Lose Weight Using Mind Management course, which is five modules and you get so many videos and so many worksheets that you can work through at your own pace whenever you want so that you've always got something that you can work on even in between calls. And so 
The reason for creating this course is because so many of you like repetition. So I decided to create this course that, so you could just watch it again and again, however many times you wanted to, because I'm teaching you a lot of new concepts in this program. And so I wanted to also leave the group coaching calls for as much coaching as possible because that's where the magic happens. So at the beginning of each of the calls, I do about 10 minutes of of teaching and then we coach. Um, And so the reason for creating the course is so that all the teaching is there. And another thing that you get is you get a four hour live event, which is a live virtual event that we start off with. And when we start off with that, I teach you all of the theory that you need to know in the first four hours. So then we have six months together where we can just keep applying this. So this is what you get. Remember, if you sign up before Monday the 17th of July, you get the Mind and Body Food Planner, the amazing Mind and Body Food Planner printed and sent to your door. So it's ready for you on the 5th of August when we have our live event. So if this is something that you're interested in and you never want to worry about your food or your weight ever again, I urge you to sign up for the group coaching program. You can go to www.amrutacoaching.com forward slash group and you can either sign up directly or you can book a free consult with me before anytime before the 17th of July. Okay, my friends, you can listen to the webinar that I did on Monday and I know you'll find it useful. Make sure if you want to actually put this into practice, don't just consume the information, actually put it into practice. And that's where you will get the most amazing results. And if you would like to ensure your success, so if you wanted to ensure that you are guaranteed to lose weight, then join the group coaching program. Because if you don't lose weight in the program, you get all of your money back. So go to www.amritacoaching.com forward slash group to sign up. Okay, let's get into the webinar. Hello. Just gonna pin myself. Okay, hi Amisha, nice to meet you. I'm Amriti. Um, I'm just going to wait for a few more people to um, um, trickle in and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to get started. So I'll maybe just give one more minute and then I'll introduce myself and get started on the webinar. So um, I hope you're doing well today. And in fact, it's already one minute past. So we're we're just going to get started. People will trickle in um, as and when. So welcome. This is a webinar on how to stay committed in your weight loss journey. So This can actually be applied to any journey because when you can learn the mind management tools with regards to your weight loss, you can start applying them in any goal that you want to um, achieve for yourself, which is why it becomes really fun because you just learn it with regards to one aspect and then you can just rinse and repeat and, um, you know, apply that to all aspects, which is super fun. So I can see that a few more people are starting to trickle in. Um, So let's get started. So welcome for all of the people who don't know me. I'm Dr. Amruti Chowdhury. I am a life and weight loss coach. And I was, um, I was basically someone I just wanted to kind of start off with my story, because I know a lot of you um, may have just been um, 
introduced to my work. You may have read a post or you may have kind of um, heard me on the podcast. So I kind of just wanted to spend a few minutes just introducing myself so that you get to know who I am, what I do, um, and we can really get to after we've done that, we can really talk about how we can help you feel committed on your weight loss journey. OK, so I was always an overweight child and I kind of had been up and down with my weight all my life. And this was really hard because I was an overachiever. So I didn't know how to fail at anything. So what I got taught was if you're not good at something, you've got to work harder at it. And if you work harder at it, then you will achieve the results. But this led me to overly restrict. This led me to um, just keep like lowering how much I was eating and increasing up my exercise and things like that. And that just was not working for me. And so what I ended up doing was I was like up and down with my weight all my life. And there came a point where I was able to lose the weight. So, for example, for my wedding, I was able to lose some weight. Um, I know a lot of brides do that. But then within a year of my my wedding, I was up three stones again. And I um, am a doctor and I understand all the science. And I was just wondering why if I was putting a lot of it into practice, why was I not getting the results that I wanted? And then I gave birth to my first son and I put on three stones in that um, pregnancy. I lost a little bit before giving birth to my second son. But after I'd given birth to my second son, I was 92 kilos. And for me, that's um, about a BMI of 39 because I'm only quite short, 5'1", 5'2". Even though I know BMI isn't very accurate, I'm just um, saying it to you with regards to this, just so you can get some sort of idea. And at that point, I said, OK, I'm going to really try and lose weight so that I can be healthy for my kids. And I just wasn't feeling confident in myself. So I tried everything under the sun again. You know, I tried the Slimming World, Weight Watchers, like everything that you can think of, you know, intermittent fasting, low carb, keto, um, intense exercise. And by the end of doing all of this for two and a half years, I was doing one meal a day, intermittent fasting, burning 1,500 calories a day. And I was like, look, I, I don't know why I'm not losing any more weight. Like what is going on? And so on a life coaching podcast, I heard someone say, it's your thoughts that create your results. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I, that, like could that apply to my weight loss? And so I was like, okay, well, this is kind of like my last like attempt at this because I had kind of made peace with being overweight because I was like, you know what? I've tried everything. Nothing's working. So I decided to hire a life coach to help me with my weight loss. And I was just uh, uh, expecting it to help me maybe understand a, a bit of my habits and things like that. But what I didn't realize is that it was literally going to rewire my brain and I was going to be able to be aware of everything that I was thinking, how I was feeling, and actually that I could actually feel those emotions instead of needing food to make them better. I noticed that normally my triggers were things like feeling bored, um, being overwhelmed, being rushed. And that's when I would tend to go to food to make me feel better. And it was very subtle. It wasn't like, oh, I'm bored, let me go and eat. It was more like, okay, there's a, some sort of uneasy feeling here. Um, let me just go and see what's in the fridge. Or it may be like my brain telling me, oh, you know what? I've got so much to do. So let me just eat now because otherwise I won't get some time later. But if I wasn't actually hungry, that 
Overeating is always when you're eating when you're not physically hungry or more than your body actually needs. So that's how I was overeating. It's very subtle. So I wouldn't even call it comfort eating. I just thought this is just how things go. But when I was able to like really look at that and get to like, okay, why am I doing this? Could I actually understand what is food solving for me? That's when things changed for me. So in my journey, I was able to lose 42 kilos, which is about 92 pounds. And um, I was able to keep off the weight, which is really super fun. And what I wanted to bring um, to you today is not just the weight loss side, but the commitment side, because actually when I committed to losing the weight, because I was able to change my mind, what changed was like not just the weight. That was a huge bonus. Like that's what I'd actually gone in to, to do, right? I'd gone in to lose the weight. And like, fortunately, I was able to lose the 42 kilos. <clears throat> but what was actually more important to me was that I was able to start managing my mind. I was able to start knowing, oh, right, okay, this is how I do things. Oh, these are the stories that my brain is believing right now. And this is how it's different from the current facts. Okay, do I like how I'm feeling, what actions I'm taking from this place? And if not, how do I want to change them? And so then going in for weight loss, but I was able to um, be a much calmer mother. So with my two boys, like, of course, I'm human. I still shout at them sometimes, but it's just not as often because I'm able to, to feel my emotions, you know, the anger or the frustration that's coming up when they're not listening or whatever it may be. I'm able to feel that. So I don't need to react and, and take it out on them. I'm a much calmer wife. So my husband, Rick, I don't need him to do things for me for me to feel better. And so because I know how to generate that feeling of calm and like happy inside me. I healed my relationship with my mother-in-law. And as a South Asian woman, that was a big deal because that, you know, um, was a big source of stress in my life. So that is something that was really fun. And I was able to see that not only does this impact my weight, but it impacts every single area of my life. So I decided to, like, I needed to become a coach. And it was only meant to be kind of like a side thing on, on top of being a GP. Um, I was only meant to kind of like, you know, coach on the side and like, you know, see patients on the side. But when I started coaching, I realized that this is what I was put on this earth to do. This is literally my calling in life. And so I decided to give up clinical practice and become a full-time life coach. And um, since then, I have um, filled up my one-to-one -one coaching practice. I have a group coaching practice. I have won multiple awards for my coaching. Um, I have um, got three certifications from world-class cert uh, certifying schools. And um, I have coached hundreds of ladies across the world and men, actually, uh, but mainly ladies across the world on how to actually feel better in themselves and how to shed the weight in them in their minds um, so that they can shed the weight in their bodies. And so when they feel lighter in their minds, they learn how to feel lighter in their bodies. And so this is what I wanted to bring to you today. So welcome to all of you who have, who have arrived. I was just doing an introduction, telling, um, you a little bit about my story just so you can um like get to know me a little bit because so many of you are new faces i'm so happy to have you here i'm really happy that you're in my world so okay so what is um today going to look like what we're going to do is i'm going to try and keep it as informal and as um interactive as possible because i've been to those webinars where people just talk at you the whole time and it's so boring so i didn't want this to be like that i'm gonna get you to um you know put your questions and your comments in the chat function at the bottom. If you have any questions at all, then you can just write question in capital letters and you can um, type the question in. You can either do that as 
we are going through the um, teaching part of the, the webinar. Or we, I'm going to save a whole half an hour at the end to answer all your questions as well. I've had some people submit questions who weren't able to attend the webinar live, so I will be answering them at the end as well. So um, what we're going to do today, uh, like uh, at the beginning, so the webinar is going to be about 60 to 90 minutes. Um, most of it will be um, the 60 minutes, and I kind of just want to leave at least half an hour for questions at the end. Sometimes we're done a little bit earlier than that, but I would say to allocate about 90 minutes if you're able to. Um, and I'm going to start off with the teaching part of the webinar. That's going to be like the interactive bit. And then for those of you who are interested in doing group coaching program and actually putting this into practice for yourselves, then I will um, be telling you a little bit about that. And then I'll be answering all of your questions. So if you have the questions, you can either save them to the end or ask them as we're going along. OK, if you want to, you can share your pictures on, um, you know, I'd love to see your faces on screen. Um, I'd love to kind of interact with you. But if you're not in a place where you could do that, that's completely fine, too. Um, I'm just happy that you are all here. OK, so <clears throat> this webinar is for you if you struggle to commit to your weight loss journey. This may show up as starting a weight loss program and going all in on it, and then just giving up, say, three weeks later. And you may notice that actually you were too restrictive the first few weeks. And then you're like, wait, I, I did something wrong or I didn't follow it exactly. So do you know what? This is too hard for me. Let me just give up. You may notice that you have expectations of this new diet and you're holding all of your hopes onto this new diet because the other ones previously haven't worked. And so you have very high expectations of this new way of eating. You may expect to lose, um, you know, really like a lot of weight. Um, and you may think that actually this is um, not something that I'm, you know, I'm not willing to lose a little bit less this time because, um, you know, in the past, I, it's kind of like you're having to make up for past time and that may be happening for you as well. Um, and just, I just saw someone post something in the chat. Um, Okay, no, don't worry, Rachel, if you want to um, stay off with the video off, that's completely fine. No problem. If <laughs> I think you'll look beautiful, even with your sweaty gym face, that's completely fine. <laughs> okay, so um, when you, you may also notice that you may be very, very hard on yourselves when you don't stick to the plan as you said you are going to. So you may notice some perfectionism coming in there. <clears throat> you may notice that I need it to be perfect for me to stick to it. So if this is you, I want you to message what is the what is the thing that you want to gain from this webinar today? What would be a hell yes? Like if you are able to achieve this one thing by the end of this one hour webinar, what would be that for you? So type that in um, the chat and I'll just bring up the chat so I can see. A lot of people say that they want to feel calmer in their bodies. They want to be a little bit more aware of why they are doing the things that they're doing. They want to feel like they're able to be onto their brains. Okay. So if anything comes up for you, you can type it in the chat as well. Okay. So, yeah. So Rachel, you said um, you wanted a changed mindset to stay focused on your weight loss. Yeah, completely. And that's definitely something that you will be able to achieve um, definitely in this time period, because you'll start learning that your mind, 
what you are like the, the feeling of commitment is actually created in your mind. It's not created by the plan that you're following or the food that you're eating or anything like that, which will actually bring me on to the first bit of the webinar. To, to actually stick to your plan, you need to understand the organ that deals with weight loss the most. So what do you think the biggest weight loss organ in the body is? Type it in the chat and I'll see what you guys come up with. The biggest weight loss organ in the body. Let's see if anyone comes up with anything. Amisha, you said, I need to find consistency to help me lose weight and keep it off. Amisha, you said, is it the brain? You are right. Yes, it is the brain. Um, so a lot of people say, is it the gut? I need to manage my gut health. Now, what if this is important? Some people say, is it the pancreas? Because that's the bit that, you know, um, generates my insulin and things like that. That's also important. But the biggest weight loss organ in the brain uh, sorry, in the body is the brain, because your brain is the part of your body that um, that controls every single thing that you think every single thing that you feel, every action you take, and every result you create in your life. So to actually um, change how you are, um, the actions that you're taking with regards to the eating a little bit more than you need to, or going off your plan, or eating when you're not hungry, these are actions you may want to change when you're in your um, uh, weight loss journey, right? So you have to understand the two parts of the brain. I've kept this very like um, simplified on purpose, but if you wanted to learn about the neuroscience of the brain, there's lots of research out there. You can just Google and you'll come up, they'll, they'll come up with lots of different um, studies and things that you can look at. But to keep it very brief, there's two parts of our brain. We have like to actually understand why we self-sabotage ourselves on our weight loss journey. What you want to think about is now, remember, weight loss could be to do with weight and to do with food, but also to do with alcohol, because, um, Rachel, I know you said um, your main issue is having too much champagne and wine rather than the food. But yes, the same principles do apply, because the reason why you're going to the wine or or the food or, you know, any alcohol to feel better is the same reason why you would go to the food to feel better. So it's the same principle. So the exact same things apply. So if I'm talking about overeating, you can just put over drinking in there. And um, I know that when I spoke to you previously, you said that sometimes when you drink a little bit more, then that's what leads to a little bit of the overeating as well. So they go hand in hand. So to understand this, what you want to think about is the two parts of the brain. Now we have 94% of our brain is made up of the primitive brain. This is the part of our brain that is our survival brain or our animal brain. And that's the part of our brain that is wired to keep us alive. So it wants us to do one of three things. It wants us to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and stay as we are. Because when we're staying as we are, we're conserving the most amount of energy as possible. So Whenever you're going to do anything new, your brain is going to freak out because it's challenging the status quo. It's doing something new. So whenever you're going to do anything new, expect your brain to have resistance to it because that's how it's wired to keep you alive. It thinks anything new that you're going to do is, is dangerous. So it's always going to try and keep you doing what you've always done. So if you've always eaten food to feel better, 
it's always going to do that. If you've always eaten food um, when, like if you've always overeaten food on a holiday, that's what your brain thinks is the norm. So it's going to keep you doing what you've always done. It also, overeating and eating and drinking is also very fun for the brain, fun for the primitive brain, because it generates dopamine in the body and in the brain. And dopamine is the feel-good hormone. We are dopamine-seeking creatures because we want to feel good, right? We want that pleasure. And so whenever we eat, whenever we drink alcohol, whenever we um, scroll on Facebook or Instagram, whenever we watch Netflix, whenever we shop, uh, whenever we gamble, whenever we um, uh, watch porn, any of these things are overing behaviors. And what that does is it gives you a huge dopamine hit in the brain, but then there's always a net negative afterwards. So if you're eating more than you need to, you're going to get that dopamine hit in the brain. It's going to feel really good in the moment. But then afterwards, you may end up feeling guilty or bloated or um, feeling like, you know what, my clothes aren't actually fitting me. In the moment, the alcohol tastes amazing um, and you, you know, you feel really good with the high of the alcohol. But then the next day you may have a hangover. You may feel a bit groggy. You may notice that actually you're eating a little bit more the next day. The shopping in the moment feels awesome. You get that dopamine hit. But then the next day when you see your credit card statement and you're like, oh, gosh, you know what? I bought quite a lot. I don't actually need all of this stuff. Or when it arrives and you're like, OK, you get the dopamine hit from actually receiving it. But then it's cluttering up your house. You're like, oh, so this is the net negative from taking part in these kinds of behaviors. And I just want you to know if you do any of this, it's very normal because you've got that primitive brain and that wants you to seek pleasure. So with overeating or overdrinking, it's very normal for you to want to eat more or drink more because it gives you that dopamine hit in the moment. If we were only if we only had that primitive brain, we would be like um, the animal species out there who don't have the human part of the brain. But as humans, we've been blessed with the prefrontal cortex, which is only six percent of our brain. But that is the part of our brain that allows us to think of the greater goal. So it allows us to think of the long-term impact of these actions. It enables us to delay pleasure in the short term for the long-term gain. So when you're using your prefrontal cortex, this is the part of the brain that is going to think about your long-term health goals as opposed to the dopamine hit you're going to get from eating the food or drinking the alcohol in the moment. So when you are able to notice these parts of the brains, you will start realizing that you have the power to override the primitive brain, the one that wants to ensure your survival, seek pleasure, avoid pain, stay how you are, by using that prefrontal cortex. And one way of doing that is becoming aware of the sentences in your brain. Because when you can start becoming aware of that, it's not just running on autopilot you can actually start having some influence over how you are running your life. So one way of looking at that is understanding the self-coaching model. So hold on, let me just lift that up so you can see it properly. So the self-coaching model is a model um, that was created by one of my mentors, Brooke Castillo. And this is an awareness type model. So what it's trying to do is it's trying to make you aware of 
what you're currently thinking, how you're feeling, what actions you're taking and what results you're creating in your life. So very briefly, let me just run you through this so you can start looking at it for you as well. OK, so the reason why this is important is because we have 60,000 thoughts a day. The vast majority of them are subconscious thoughts. But why we want to know what uh, we're thinking is because it's our thoughts that create our results. So currently, if you have the result of an overweight body that you are not happy with, it's not because of just because of the actions you're taking. It's because of the thoughts you're thinking that you may not even know that you are thinking. So this is why it's important to start knowing what you're currently thinking, because then you can start tweaking these thoughts to tweak your results. So to understand the self-coaching model, just know that it's an awareness tool. You don't have to do anything about your thinking if you don't want to, but you can start looking at, okay, what am I currently thinking here that's leading to this? How can I start tweaking my thinking to create a different result? Okay. So the first part of the model is the circumstance line. So this is the part of the model that we can't change. So the circumstances are the facts in life. So it may be the number on the scale, the temperature outside, something that someone else has said in a very factual form, something that someone has done in a very factual form, something that has happened in the past. But it would basically be something that everyone in the world would agree on. So you, it wouldn't be a fact to say this diet is really hard. Even if 99% of the world agreed on it, there may be some people who didn't, okay? So that would be a thought, which is an interpretation of the facts. So the, the fact may be that you are currently um, weighing 92 kilos and your thought is your interpretation of that, okay? So this is a sentence in your brain and we have 60,000 thoughts a day. Vast majority of them are subconscious thoughts. So that's why it's important to start becoming aware of what am I thinking, okay? When you think that way, you feel a certain way in your body. So you feel an emotion in your body. When you feel that way, you take certain actions. So you do certain things, you don't do certain things, and you take certain mind actions in your brain. And when you do these things, they create your results. And the reason why there's, a, there's a, um, an arrow here is because your results always prove your thoughts true. So for example, when I was 92 kilos, my thought was, it's going to be much harder for me to lose weight which made me feel defeated. When I felt defeated, even though I would plan my food, I would often justify eating things off my plan. I would often make myself feel better by saying, hey, it's just a little bit, it's okay. A little bit won't, won't, won't um, make a difference, it's okay. I would tell myself that it's not fair that everyone else isn't um, struggling as much as I am. And then I would um, eat more than I needed to. I would feel like upset and then I would overeat. I would not really evaluate my plan. I would kind of just like want to not want to pay attention to any of it and just push it all away. And so then when I took those actions, I created the result of it being harder for me to lose the weight. Not because of my weight. But because I was thinking the thought, this is going to be harder for me to lose the weight. And so why it's important to just really look at the difference between the facts and the thoughts is because we have control over our thoughts, feelings, actions and results. The only thing we don't have control over are the facts. So this is why you want to really distinguish between the two. You want to start knowing what are your thoughts about your weight, about your commitment. What are the things that are holding you back from feeling committed? 
Because when you can tweak your thinking, everything changes in that, okay? The reason why most diets fail is because we focus on the actions. You may have hired a personal trainer. They may have said, do these exercises. They may have said, you may have hired a nutritionist. They may have said, eat these foods. You may have, um, you know, researched the next diet. These are all actions that you're taking. So remember, it's not just your actions that create your results. There's, a, there's much more important things above the actions, which are your thoughts and the feelings that are fueling those actions. And so this is why you want to notice what are your thoughts and feelings when you veer away from your plan? When you're starting to kind of be like, oh, do you know what? I don't need to stick to this, the thing that I said that I was going to do. Because if you think, you know what? I'll only eat a little bit. You may feel some over desire. And then you may take the action of eating the food. If your thought is you've gone to a, a party and your thought is, you know what, it's rude to say no, and you feel uncomfortable, then you may take the action of eating the food, right? If you're thinking about your food plan and your thought is, you know what, I'll start tomorrow. You may feel relieved in the moment, but you're going to probably eat the food and then feel guilty afterwards. When you're thinking, do you know what, I don't really know what to eat you feel confused, you may research food, research the next diet and keep changing from one to the other because you're feeling confused. So this is why it's really important to look at, okay, what are my thoughts about this? What am I feeling? What actions am I taking? And do I like the results that I'm getting? And if not, I can always change any of these things. I can't change the facts, but I can change all of this. And this is in my control. And that's why it's so important. So, what you wanna start thinking about is, if I want to feel committed in my weight loss journey, what do I need to think that's gonna make me feel committed? So when you're thinking about the plan that you're on, how do you need, what do you need to think about that to feel committed? And I'm gonna talk through some of the main obstacles that come up to this, and then we're gonna get you start noticing what are your thoughts about, about feeling committed, okay? So the main obstacles that come up uh, you start something, you go all in, and then you, you stop because it feels too restrictive. And the reason it feels too restrictive is because you often go from um, doing something that you're currently doing to going all in on this new way of eating that doesn't fit in with your life. So it may not fit in with your family. It may be using foods that you don't enjoy. It may be um, having foods that you've never even heard of that you have to use and figure out how to use and things like that. So this is why it feels like harder for you, because not only are you changing the way you're eating, but you are then learning, having to learn this whole new way of doing things. Then on top of that, you pile on the, I need to be perfect at this because it's kind of like a lot of like what we do is we put so much pressure on ourselves because we think it needs to be perfect because it hasn't worked in the past. So this may be something that is coming up for you. I want you to start thinking of when was the last um, diet that you went on and why did you give up? What was the reason that you gave up? So type that in the chat and I'll bring up the chat so I can see what you've written. What was the reason that you gave up? And we'll really work through some of the main things that came up for you. The other thing that I, I see a lot of is um, 
other people may have said that this is the right way of doing things, but instead of trusting what feels good to you, you'll trust an external source or an outside source. So that often comes up with my clients as well, um, that, oh, um, I need to like trust this, you know, this guru over what feels good for my body. So Kiara, yes, it wasn't sustainable. Why wasn't it sustainable for you, Kiara? I want you to think about what was the reason it didn't feel sustainable? Is it because it didn't um, fit in with your family? Is it because you had to eat at weird times? Is it because you were eating foods that you didn't enjoy? Is it because you were given a, an exercise regime that didn't fit in with you? What was the reason it wasn't sustainable for you? Because these reasons will make it really easy for you to then create a plan that you can stick to. Okay. So for all of you, I want you to think about like, why was your last diet um, or plan not sustainable? And how can you make that sustainable? Because the solution, Amisha, you said some of the barriers were life um, changes and routine that took me out of my plans. And it's then difficult to get back on track. Yes, because it may be that when you're actually losing weight, you're doing so as if that's the only thing that's going on in your life. What I no often notice is people think that they need to allocate some time or uh, just some energy just to do this. But actually, the only way that the weight loss is going to be sustainable is if you're doing it in a way where it fits in with your life at the moment. So even if things come up like holidays or when you're going out, or, um, you know, uh, other things that feel difficult for you, you want to be able to learn how to lose weight in a way that, that accounts for all of these things, because otherwise it's not going to be sustainable, right? You want to be able to be able to plan your food and evaluate your plan and tweak things so that you're the one doing it, so that when things do change, you're able to change things around. And of course, your coach is there to guide you through this. But my aim in, in our program is to get our clients to be able to plan their own food, choose what they eat every day so that they're not relying on the coach to say, should I eat this or should I not eat this? Now, in the program, I'm definitely able to help you with that but it's it's so much more effective when you are deciding for yourself because I won't know what your family likes to eat or when they like to eat or what types of foods they like to eat or um you know uh where you like to go for you know for restaurants and things like that so this is the reason why I will give you the guideline in the program but you will then create your own plan so that it fits in with your life and so that you know that you can actually um stick to it okay um, so Kiara, you said that it didn't fit in with your family. Um, and I think I could, um, give up. Yeah. So you thought that you had to give up carbs for the rest of your life. You definitely don't need to give up carbs. Um, and Rachel, you said I developed some intolerances, which interrupted my routine, changed your eating, being part of your life. Um, it became more of a chore and an effort. Yeah, exactly. So what you want to learn how to do is actually, um, start eating in a way that, feels very normal to you and feels like this is just um, something that you're doing to help you and to help nourish you rather than a, an added chore, 
Now, initially, when you were learning these new things, it may feel a little bit like that because, you know, for the first month or two, you're kind of just figuring out how to pay attention to your hunger hormones, how to see what feels good in your body, things like that. So initially, when you're learning these things, it may feel like that. But then afterwards, it just feels like it's the norm. Like I've just come to month two of the group coaching program. And um, for the first month or so, the ladies were learning how to, you know, um, change their foods up, how to pay attention to their hunger hormones, how to really um, notice the urges in their body, feel their urges, feel their emotions, all of that. And so they were learning all of that. So for the first month or so, they were doing that. But now it just feels very normal for them. We hardly even coach on weight loss anymore. We coach on all of the things that are going on in their life that are making them want to turn to food to feel better. And so this is why it's so fun, because you will learn the things, but it then fits in with your life. And it's kind of like not even a thing that you need to pay too much attention to. Then if you're not getting the results that you want, then you want to look at, okay, what do I want to tweak, which is really cool. Um, Amisha, you said, I think I need to prioritize my food and exercise a bit more. So you may notice that. Um, so firstly, I just wanted to say um, weight loss. If you're thinking mainly for weight loss, weight loss is mainly 95% of weight loss is mindset and nutrition. We, we give too much emphasis on um, exercise for weight loss. And exercise is only 5% of your weight loss, which is why in this program, we don't focus on exercise at all. It's all nutrition and mainly mindset. Now, exercise is excellent for your mental and your physical health. For that reason, I exercise every day because I love the feeling that it has in my body. But it's not actually useful for weight loss. Not very useful anyway. You can start incorporating it when you're kind of very near your goal weight and you just want to tweak things. But it's not very useful for actual um, the, the bulk of your weight loss. So if you feel that actually that feels like it's too much, then you don't need to exercise um, to lose weight. If it's for your mental and physical health, by all means, please do. Um, yeah, for your mental health, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Then for that, then that's amazing. When you say you need to prioritize it a bit more, it may be that you just want to be mindful of it, or you may just want to pay a bit of attention to it and give a little bit of time to it. And this doesn't need to take long. My, my clients, they plan their food um, and not like, like make long food plans and it has to be really long and everything. Literally, they take a couple of minutes in the morning to plan their food because what they're doing, they're using that prefrontal cortex, that part of their brain that can think of the greater goal. And when they're doing that, they're not acting in the moment. Um, from their primitive brain. So then when um, someone brings in some chocolate cake to work and it's not on their plan, they're able to stick to that and feel the urge in their body instead of being like, oh, well, I didn't make a plan anyway, so let me just eat the thing, right? So that's really, really useful as well. So that's the main thing. You want to look at how can I make this work for me? And one way of doing that is choosing foods that actually fit in with your life. You want to actually include things on your plan that feel great in your body, but also that taste amazing to you. Weight loss does not have to be like this restriction diet that, <laughs> that you're never going to be able to stick to. Because if you're putting things on there or if that's on your plan that you just don't even enjoy, you're never going to stick to it. It's just going to be a fancy piece of paper. So this is why you want to include things onto your plan that feel really nourishing to you, that feel great in your body, that really help you help your mind, help your body, help you feel energetic. So you want to include those kinds of things. 
in the program, I teach you all about your hunger hormones, how to balance them out, things like that. That goes beyond the scope of what we're talking about today. But I do have lots of podcasts on that. You can go go and listen to that if you find that useful. And um, if you did decide to join the program, then there's a lot on that that we cover in there as well. Okay, the next thing is the expectation versus reality. Okay, so how much do you think that you should be losing per week in your weight loss journey? So I want you to type it in the chat. What would you be happy losing per week in your weight loss journey? So type it in the chat so I can see what kind of things you guys are going to be happy with. Um, And also, I want you to, to tell me why. How do you think you will feel if you will lose that much per week? So let's see what you what you say. I know for me, I was very used to um, when I was actually losing weight, I was used to, you know, losing about two pounds per week. So, oh, um, Christine, you said the same kinds of thing. Yeah, you, you'd be happy with two pounds per week. Um, Amisha, you said one to two pounds um, as slower weight loss is often easier to keep off. Yeah, um, amazing. Any other things? Um, how do you, Christine and Amisha and Kiara, you said about one kilo a week. Yes. How do all of you think you will feel if you were able to lose that? How do you think you would feel? What is the emotion that you would, would come up in your body? Yeah, Amisha, you said you feel amazing, more energized. Totally. You'd feel happy and excited. Yeah. I completely hear you. I know that, um, Rachel, you said, my problem is that I need to see a quick change for me to stay motivated. So that um, is because you've got that primitive brain, Rachel. You think that um, I can only stay motivated when I see a number a number change. But the only thing that's going to keep you motivated is not the number changing, is your thinking. So your number may change um, by two pounds, Rachel. But if you think that you keep needing to see the number change for you to feel motivated, it's only because there's a thought in the middle. When you see the two pound weight loss, you may be thinking this is working, which makes you feel motivated to carry on. But when there's a one pound weight loss, you may think that "Hmm, it's not working anymore. What am I doing wrong? Which makes you feel doubtful. And then your actions are going to be different and your result is going to be completely different. So the trick is to start noticing how can I tweak my thinking now so that I feel motivated? Because if my motivation is not coming from the number on the scale or the results that I'm getting, then I can generate that emotion at any stage, which is so powerful because you can generate motivation, commitment, any of that, that happy, the amazing, energized, uh, the excited feeling, very happy with yourself, you can generate all of those emotions. And it's not dependent on the one or two pound weight loss. It's dependent on your thinking. So this is where you want to start noticing what are your thoughts then when you lose the um, one to two pounds or when it's two pounds per week? What are your thoughts then? Most of the time, it's something along the lines of it's working. Oh, I'm doing so well. Oh, finally. Oh, yeah. I'm, um, I'm actually sticking to it. These are the thoughts that tend to come up, right? So for you, what is it specifically for you? And the reason why this is important is because you can start generating these thoughts regardless of the weight loss anyway. So this is why you want to generate that thinking even when it's um, not two pounds per week. 
The only reason why we want to see results all the time is because we get that dopamine hit in our brain from our primitive brain um, because we think, oh, you know what? It's like, um, I need that to keep going, but you don't need that to keep going. Um, Kiara, you said, I like to see the success to keep me motivated. So I can see where you're coming from and that's where how you may have been doing it in the past. But the problem comes is weight loss is up and down. It's not always gonna be down. And so when you aren't getting the results that you want, the, the difference between um, someone who stays committed to their goal or someone who gives up on their goal is the ability to feel those negative emotions of doubt, of um, defeat, of disappointment, of um, shame, of guilt, and keep going anyway. That is what's going to allow you to keep going. Okay. So yes, um, Amisha, you said you're, you're proud that you're getting results that make you feel better. Definitely. Um, you will be feeling proud, but not because of the number changing, but because you're thinking, um, I'm actually sticking to this. And I feel so, so glad about that. So that is the thought that's creating the feeling of proud, not the number on the scale. And when you can dissociate from those two, you can start realizing that it's your thinking that creates that at any stage. So even if the scale goes up a pound, you can still think that this is working. When I step on the scale, and even as a weight loss coach, I gain weight sometimes. This is just normal. It's very up and down. It's, it's okay. I'm on my period right now, and my, my scale has gone up two kilos. This is very normal for me. Initially, I would have freaked out. But right now I'm like, yeah, this is this is OK. This is normal. Nothing's gone wrong. And I always have the thought it's always working. So then I generate the feeling of um, determination, compelled to keep taking action and actually committed to my weight loss goal. Well, wait, get, um, I'm now I'm at my goal weight, but my maintenance goal. Right. So for you, you want to start thinking, what are the thoughts that will help you feel committed in this? So what would you need to think about the number on the scale, whether it goes up or down for you to feel committed? So type that in the chat and I'll see what you come up with. I know for me it was, this is working. And actually that was really hard because when it was actually, when the scale was going up and I, I, I was thinking it's working, I was like, wait, like this is, this doesn't feel like it's working. But I had to remind myself of weight loss is up and down. It's not like something that you can just, um, you know, expect to keep going down. I am willing to keep going at this regardless of what happens. So Kiara, you said, how do you generate those feelings and those thoughts? Yeah, this is something that we, we cover in depth in the group coaching program. So don't worry if this feels very weird to you right now, because this is a whole new way of doing things, right? But what I want you to start thinking of is you can generate those thoughts and those feelings by just deciding that this is what you want to think and feel. So if you want to feel committed, what would you need to think about the number on the scale to make you feel committed? It may be something along the lines of, I'm willing to keep going at this no matter what happens. No matter what happens, I'm going to keep going with my weight loss goal. Um, Amisha, you said seeing the bigger picture rather than focusing too much on the number on scale. Yeah, you may be um, saying something something that makes you feel committed is I'm more committed to my long term health than the number on the scale today. So then what you're doing is you're, you're painting a, um, a, a bigger picture. You're looking at the, at the greater goal rather than the immediate number on the scale. Also, you may want to go back in the past and um, your past weight loss attempts and, and looked at um, when you had gained weight, 
in the past, does that mean that you have like that it's not working? Because you may have noticed that weight loss is up and down. It's just not always going to be down, down, down. It's going to be up sometimes, down sometimes. And so you may want to um, start noticing what does my weight do when I'm on my period, when I'm stressed, when I've not sleep, slept very well, when I'm not drinking enough water, when I am uh, eating off my plan, when I'm giving into my urges, what does what happens to my weight? And then you can start noticing that. So Chiara, one way of notice, generating those feelings and those thoughts is to actually start becoming aware of the thoughts that you're thinking. And one way to do that is to do a thought download. So what you're doing is you're offloading the, the contents of your brain so you can start noticing what are the current thoughts that I'm thinking. And when you do that, you will start noticing, oh, this is what I'm currently thinking. And then you can start plugging it into the model. When I think this way, it generates this emotion, then I take these actions and I create this result. And then because this is an awareness tool, you can start looking at, do I like these results in my life when I'm um, gaining weight or when I'm eating off my plan or anything like that? Do I like those results? If I don't like those results, the only way to change them is to tweak my thinking. Okay, so the only way to notice what you're currently thinking right now is to offload them onto your brain. And that's what we do in the coaching calls um, um, in the program. So you can start noticing what you're currently thinking and tweak them. Okay. Um, so as you can see, so many of you want to lose one to two pounds per week or one kilo per week, but normal weight loss is 0 0.25 to one kilo per week. So that doesn't mean you're always going to be losing one kilo a week. It means that some, some weeks you're not going to lose anything. Some weeks you're going to lose a quarter of a kilo. Some weeks you're going to lose a kilo. Some weeks you're going to lose half a kilo. Some weeks you're going to gain weight because the average is losing between 0.25 to one kilo a week. When you go in expecting to lose one kilo a week, then you're just setting yourself up for failure because you're expecting that. And when you don't achieve that, then you're going to be feeling disappointed and disheartened, like it's not working and things like that. So this is why you want to set a, an expectation for yourself that is realistic. Okay. Um, because often what happens is when it, it, when we feel like it's not going fast enough, then we think that something's gone wrong. And then that's when we want to uh, uh, give up and overeat. Okay. So I want you to set an expectation that's realistic for yourself. And if you are not achieving the thing that is, um, that is your goal, that nothing's gone wrong. You can actually see if you're actually sticking to it or not by evaluation, which is what I teach in the program. When you can look at every single thing that you're doing, you can start looking at what are your trends. When do I tend to go to food to feel better? When do I tend to overeat? Is it when I'm with um, relatives? Is it when I'm cooking for the kids? Is it when I'm um, on holiday? Oh, is it when I'm on date night? Whenever you're like starting to notice what your trends are, you could start evaluating. Okay, this is what went well. This is what didn't go well. And this is what I will do differently next time. So then you will start living by the mantra of I'm either winning, so losing weight, or I'm learning. And actually those learns, those overeats are more essential for you to get to your goal. Because when you can learn from those, when you can go off your plan and learn from it, that will get you even closer to your goal weight. So I have the mantra of every overeat is necessary in my weight loss journey. And that gets rid of the shame and the guilt or the anything when I have an overeat. Because the reality is 
we're always going to be overeating sometimes, even as a weight loss coach, even though I'm so aware of my, of my food, of my hunger, of my emotions, of all of that, I'm still human. So I'm still going to overeat sometimes. And so I want you to know that it's normal for that to happen. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be sold forever, you know, for life. But this is a constant lifelong um, journey of you learning more and more about yourself, which is why it can be super fun if you look at it that way. And then the last thing is looking at you may be so hard on yourself when you fail. And that may be because you're wanting it to be perfect. So I want you to type in the chat. What do you tell yourself when you have um, failed at a weight loss journey? Like, how do you feel or what kinds of things do you tell yourself so that we can start coaching you on those little things that, that come up for you? I know for me, I would often tell myself it's not working and then I would feel like really annoyed. And so then I'd got, want to go and overeat. And so one thing that I actually had to do for myself was I had to allow failure. I had to expect failure and I had to decide how did I want to treat myself and talk to myself when I failed? So not if I failed, when I failed. So I want you guys to do the same thing. Do you want to give up on your weight loss attempt when you fail? Because you have the, like the only way to win at something is to fail a hell of a lot of times to learn from it and to keep going. And so then I want you to expect that you're not going to like stick to your plan all the time. You're not going to, uh, you know, pay attention to your hunger all the time. You're not going to like, you know, plan your food all the time. And that's OK. But when you can look at I wonder why I didn't do that from a curious place, from a compassionate place, from a calm place then what you're doing is you're uh, committing to learning rather than beating yourself up and, and, you know, being really hard on yourself. So how do you actually achieve that? I've created a six-step process, which I teach in the program um, at depth, but this is something that we just keep going um, over again and again so that it just becomes ingrained in you, is there's six steps to losing weight and to keeping it off for good. The first step is making a doable plan for yourself. So remember, whenever you're do making a doable plan, that just means a plan that you're able to stick to, okay? That is um, really making use of that prefrontal cortex, that part of your brain that is thinking of the greater good, okay? That 6% of your brain that allows you to be human, that is the part that allows you to make a doable plan. Just means a plan that you can stick to, okay? Uh, Kiara, you said, I don't um, like to fail, so then I eat to comfort myself. Yes. Um, and Amisha, you said, when I fail, I feel like I will always be on um, the larger side and I should just deal with it. But that's not what I want or what I'm happy with. Yeah, I hear you so I, I hear you so much, both of you. So Kiara, when you're telling yourself, I don't like to fail and then I eat to comfort myself, what you're doing is you're failing ahead of time. Because when you're not allowing yourself to fail in your weight loss journey, you're making it mean that something's gone wrong. As a weight loss coach, I deal with this all the time. What if I was to tell you that the quickest way to get to your weight loss goal is to fail and be okay with it and to learn from it? How would that change your view? You may not like it. I understand. I don't like failing either. I don't like it. But when I'm willing to look at it as I'm either winning or I'm learning, it doesn't even have to be called failing. You can call it learning. So you can just redefine what you what, what you call it. So you can just say, um, uh, whenever I'm failing, I'm learning. So it could be, I don't like to learn. 
and then I eat to comfort myself. <laughs> Anytime you use the word fail, just change it to learn and see how, how that sentence plays out. And you might laugh. <laughs> you may be like, actually, I do like learning. So you could just literally just change that and see how it works for you. Okay. Uh, Amisha, when you said that, um, I feel like I'll always be on the larger side and should just deal with it. You know what? So much of what we do in the group coaching program is acceptance of where you are right now. Because whenever you think that you're going to be worthy only when you get to X, Y, and Z um, weight or X, Y, and Z size or anything like that, what you're doing is you're not showing yourself your worthiness right now. And you, all of you, no matter what size, no matter what weight, you are 100% worthy exactly how you are. And so you may be asking, so what is the point of losing weight then? Do I need to lose the weight or not, right? And the only reason you may want to lose the weight then is because you want to evolve into that version of yourself that you're wanting to become. So we are on this lifelong evolution, like we're always wanting to evolve into a different version of ourselves. So right now, what I'm wanting to evolve is my time management and my productivity. I want to be able to procrastinate less. And so I don't think of myself as not worthy right now. I think of myself as doing it like the way I am right now. But actually, the only reason I'm going on this journey is so that I can actually evolve into that version of myself who is way more productive in my, in my business. So you can decide that the only reason you are going on this journey is because you want to have a healthy body. And think about all of your whys. Why do you want to lose the weight? It may be if you have children, you want to be a good role model to them. It may be that you don't want food to take up so much like mental space in your life. It may be that you just want to wake up and put on clothes that you feel good in and you don't have to keep thinking about it. It may be because you want to improve your health and not have to worry about um, the, um, you know, things like obesity, diabetes, you know, any like um, conditions that come with being overweight. So whatever your whys are, they are the things that will help fuel you towards there. But you do want to think about, I need to be okay with failure because it's not that if I fail, it's that you're going to fail multiple times on this journey. And in the group coaching program, because this is like, we're literally rewiring your brain, we get good with failure and not in a way like, oh, um, I'm not going to achieve the goals that I want. You get to achieve the goals that you want when you become okay with failure and when you redefine what it means for you. Because if you're not willing to fail, it means you're not willing to take a chance on yourself. Then you're just going to stay how you are. Whereas when you're willing to take a chance on it, you're willing to like fall flat on your face and then get up and try again and fall flat on your face and get up and try again. That's how toddlers learn how to walk. They don't say, oh, you know what? I failed. Oh, so I'm not going not gonna to try and walk anymore. They're like, oh, let me try it this way. Oh, you know what? That didn't quite work. Let me try it this way. Oh, you know what? That didn't work. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to like hold on to this thing now. Oh, do you know what? That didn't work. So I'm going to try um, like going up on this leg now. This is how we've got to be in our weight loss journey. Kind of like that, that um, enthusiasm of a toddler. Now, I know we're adults and I know that this, this comes hard to us, but it's something that I can definitely help you with, okay? Because this is definitely something that I, I coach on all the time. So what you want to be able to do is the, um, the six-step process, making that doable plan for yourself, evaluating, which is being willing to fail, right? Making that doable plan and looking at, okay, what do I need to, like, how, did I actually stick to that? Why not? I wonder why. But from a curious and compassionate place, not like, why didn't you stick to it? What's wrong with you? You're never going to, you know, be able to stick to it. You want to really be kind to yourself, okay? Then what you want to do is you want to feel those emotions. 
The only reason why we are eating more or drinking more than we want to is because we are not willing to feel an emotion in our body. I want you to think about what are the emotions that you're trying to avoid or the emotions you're trying to enhance. For me, I don't like to feel disappointed. I don't like to feel shame. I don't like to feel bored. I don't like to feel overwhelmed. I don't like to feel angry. These are the main emotions that I tend to eat um, more because of. So before I learned these tools, what I used to do is I used to just numb those emotions out and eat the food. And then what would happen is because I, all the, that I was doing is I was distracting myself with the food. I was pushing away the emotion. I was distracting myself. So there's a few things that you can do with feelings. You can react to them. So it's like you might shout or scream at the person or give them the silent treatment. You may resist an emotion or, or a feeling. It means you're pushing it away, pushing it away, pushing it away. It's kind of like trying to push a beach ball underwater. When a beach ball is just sitting on the water, it's just floating around. But when you're trying to push it underwater, it takes so much more energy. So it's the same thing when you're resisting an emotion. Another thing you can do with an emotion is what we're doing on this, on this, what we're talking about on this webinar is um, uh, buffering or um, distracting ourselves from the emotion. And that's when a lot of people use food, alcohol, social media, all these other things to distract ourselves from that emotion. So in the program, what I'm going to be teaching you how to do, and this is by far the most important skill you will ever learn in your whole life, is how to feel that emotion in your body. So you don't need to react to it. You don't need to push it away. You don't need to distract yourself from it. You will learn how to feel it in your body. And when you can learn how to feel an emotion, did you know that each emotion lasts for about 90 seconds? So you know the thing that you're eating to push away or to enhance, it basically, if you're willing to sit with it, it could, it could be gone in a minute and a half. But this is a tool that I will be teaching you how to do. And it's not, it's not going to happen overnight. This is going to be a process that you're going to be like using again and again and again. And you'll be learning it in six months that I coach you, but then you will be using it every single day, multiple times a day for the rest of your life. Because this is the, the tool that all of my clients love the most because they teach it to their kids. They teach it to their work, uh, you know, the people that they work with. They are um, able to show their kids, especially, that they don't need to um, push emotions away to feel better. They can actually feel them in their body. The other thing is feeling their urges. So feeling uh, that urges, that feeling of over-desire that we talked about with the alcohol or with the food um, or anything. You know, when you get an urge to check your phone, it's the same thing. That urge is that feeling of over-desire. And when you can learn how to feel that in your body, same thing with your, with your um, emotions, which is the same tool that I'll be teaching you in the program, you will learn that you don't need to distract yourself with all of these things. The, third, the other thing is feeling your hunger in your body. When you can learn how to pay attention to your hunger signals, um, you don't need any external like things telling you you need to eat this amount of food or this many calories or this many macros. When you are paying attention to your inner internal signals, your hunger hormones, then you will not need any external calculator to tell you how much to eat ever because you'll be able to pay attention to your own inner personalized calculator, which are your hunger hormones. So at the beginning of the program, I'll be teaching you how to balance out your hunger hormones because we live in a society that has... Um, where we're eating foods that are um, throwing the hunger hormones off balance. So when you can learn how to balance them, then after that, you'll be able to really pay attention to, okay, when I eat this, this is how hungry I am. This is how full I am. Okay. I'm just going to tweak that so that I can start paying attention to, okay, this is what my hunger hormones are telling me. And I'll be teaching you the, the hunger scale, where, how to look into all of that as well. 
And then the last bit is the self-talk. And so actually really looking at what the current thoughts that you're thinking and how can I start self-coaching myself? Because if it's our thoughts that create our results, then we can start looking at, okay, how do I want to tweak my thinking so I can create a completely different result? So when you do the six-step process, you may notice that half of it is cognitive, is the brain, but half of it is the body. So the brain stuff is making a doable plan, evaluating and doing the thought download. But the body stuff, is feeling your emotions, feeling those urges in your body and noticing your hunger and paying attention to them. So I want you to start thinking about the impact that that would have on you when you're able to really like stick to and commit to your weight loss um, goals. When you're actually able to stick to the plan, when you're actually able to adopt the thoughts of I'm winning or I'm learning, and to use the evaluation exactly in the way that's going to help you the most. And when you will then know from the evaluation, oh, I noticed I'm doing this well. I'm not quite like doing this well. Okay, this is what I'm going to now focus on. So you'll know exactly what to focus on and exactly what to do. When you're able to like talk nicely to yourself, even when you don't stick to the plan, and you're not like that inner critic who's just very, very loud and telling yourself it's not working and you're weak and there's nothing that, you know, you're not doing anything right. And you just want to calm her down. You just want to numb her out. Right. When you can actually change that talk. It will create a completely different result for you. And so you can start living that life like that you want to live. You could get down to the weight that you want to get down to. You can feel so much better in your life. You can teach these tools to your kids and to other people in your life. Like, what would that impact be like for you? So I want you to type in the chat, how would that be to experience these kinds of results for you? And what other results are you anticipating? Okay, let me see. Let me bring up the chat so I can see what you guys are typing. I want you to also think about what would it feel like to have that? Because the only way to get there is to know what we're working towards. And then we can start looking at how can we start generating that emotion of commitment for you. So remember, commitment is a feeling created by your thinking, not by what you're eating or what the food plan is is created by your thinking. So what would you need to think about your current weight to make you feel committed? I want you to generate a thought for yourself that will make you feel committed. For me, the thought is, it's always working. Another thought that makes me feel committed is I'm willing to keep going until I get to the goal weight that I want to get to. So what is the thought for you that will help you feel committed? Because this is a thought that you'll want to keep coming back to again and again and again. And you want to think about, for the thought, you want to think about, do you actually believe that thought? Because if you don't believe it, then it's not going to generate that feeling of commitment in you. Because your brain's going to probably be like, ah, oh, that's not true. So you want to tweak that thinking until you're able to feel that feeling of commitment in your body. So if you want to, you can type some of those things in. And if you're struggling with that, I can actually help you with that. So um, just type it in and we can, we can see. 
So Misha, you said to be consistent and make this a natural part of my life or routine um, or lifestyle. So I'm not overpowered by feelings of how I look and consumed by what I should be eating and doing all the time. Yes. And Misha, you just want to want this to be a part of you right? You just want this to not take up so much of your mental space and so much of your mental energy. Yeah, I feel you. I hear you. And this is definitely possible for you when you're when you're willing to do some of this work. Okay. So it is a, um, a, a whole new way of living. It is really um, being aware of what you're currently thinking, and how you are treating yourself how you are like uh, treating yourself when you fail, when you don't stick to things and actually looking at, do I actually want that to continue? Because I know that when I'm thinking this way, these are the results I'm creating for myself. So you get to really look at that. Kiara, your thought of your thought is this way of eating is working for me. Yes, I love that. Because if that is making you feel committed, doesn't matter what the scale is showing. Even if the scale has gone up, if you are thinking the thought, this way of eating is, is working for me, then you will feel committed. When you're feeling committed, what actions are you going to take? You're more likely to plan your food. You're more likely to feel your urges and say, actually, no, I'm not going to have that right now. You're more likely to pay attention to your hunger. Every time you eat, you're more likely to be like, am I actually hungry or am I just bored? And so then you create the result of making this way of eating work for you, right? So it is your thinking that always creates your results. Amisha, you said, I spend hours watching clips about recipes and workouts, and it does take over your life on a daily basis. I completely hear you. I was doing that before I started this journey too. And actually, instead of the weight loss, the thing that's, that's helped me the most um, that I didn't even think would be a thing is um, the freedom that I have in my brain now. It's not like it's, I'm constantly consumed by what do I need to eat or does this look okay? Does like, oh, should I be even eating that? Oh, should I be wearing that? Oh, no, but this isn't going to work for me. Like that constant mental chatter about the weight and about all of that, that goes. And when you learn these tools, you'll learn how to manage that as well because we still have a primitive brain. I still have a primitive brain. I still have urges to eat the chocolate. I still have, you know, I ate before this, this webinar. I still had an urge to be like, oh, just go and have a little bit of chocolate, a little bit more chocolate. But because I can feel that urge in my body, it doesn't need to worry me. It doesn't need to be a thing that I need to like be concerned about because you will use these tools multiple times a day for the rest of your life, which is why it's so fun because once, once you learn it, then you don't need to keep like relearning it. You just keep applying it, okay? So what I want you to commit to doing is the things that I've taught you on this webinar, I want you to commit to putting it into practice. Now, whether you decide to join the group coaching program or not, I want you to make that commitment to yourself right now that I'm going to put into practice what Amriti has taught on this webinar today. And for those of you who want it to be easier, faster, cheaper, and more effective, it's much more like useful to have someone who's an expert guiding you, someone who's done it before, someone who does it on a regular basis. And so for those of you who want that result, you can stay on and I can explain to you how you can actually put this into practice. Um, and for those of you who wanted to ask any questions, you can start typing in your questions now. So after I've talked about how to join the group coaching program, what you get, all of that, then um, I will stay on and answer all of your questions. Okay. So in the group coaching program, the results that you're going to get are exactly the results that you that you talked about. You will get freedom from that mental chatter in your brain, constantly berating yourself about your food, about your weight, what you're eating. Should I eat this? Can I eat this? You will 
constantly um, like be free from the like the inner critic that is constantly like telling you, you shouldn't be doing it this way, you should be doing it this way instead. You will know exactly what feels good for you and to stick with that. And you'll be able to um, tweak your plan in a way that suits you. So remember, I talked to you about the six step process. This is something that I'll be teaching you at the beginning and that you will be continuing, uh, that we'll be continuing through our six months together. So the six step process is making a doable plan. At the beginning, what we do is we have a, um, a live event. So this week, this time, the live event is going to be on Saturday, the 5th of August. And it's a four hour workshop where I'll be teaching you all of the um, tools of the six step process, how to make a doable plan for yourself, how to make a protocol for yourself, what to put in there, how to do a 24 hour evaluation, how to actually um, start like feeling your emotions to feel those urges, how to pay attention to your hunger, all of that so that you will learn all of that in the first four hours that we spend together. Because remember the part of the other bits of the six steps that we already talked about, making a doable plan, evaluating that plan without any judgment, feeling your emotions, feeling your urges, uh, paying attention to your hunger and self-coaching. These are the things that we'll be putting into practice again and again. So basically what you will learn how to do is to lose weight in a way that fits in with your life, that fits in with your family, where you never have to count calories, points, macros, anything. You'll be able to pay attention to your internal hunger signals and you will be able to get to that root cause of why you eat. So you'll be able to start giving yourself what food has been giving to you this whole time. So if you eat to feel better, you'll learn how to feel better without the food. If you eat to um, reward yourself, you will learn how to reward yourself without needing the food or the alcohol. Um, so Rachel, you said I have to take a call for the last 15 minutes. Um, there, yes, there will be a recording of the session um, so you can catch up. Um, and Amisha, if you need to leave as well, that's fine. Um, and you are interested. Um, so just to, just to um, kind of wrap up, um, I'll just briefly tell you about the program. There will be a recording if you wanted to, um, uh, you know, to watch that as well. Um, but what the program involves is it's a six month group coaching program for up to 12 ladies. So it's a very small group. I don't um, allow in more than 12 people into the program. Currently, we have about six ladies in the program. So it's a very small, intimate group. Everyone knows each other. Everything that is talked about in the program is kept in the program. No one external is, is ever kind of exposed to any of it. Um, you will be learning what, I, what I've been teaching you on this program, but obviously a lot more depth and we'll be like working through it together for six months. It's all delivered on Zoom and we have two weekly um, Zoom calls um, there on Tuesdays. 12 to 1 p.m. BST and um, Thursdays, 4 to 5 p.m. BST. This is to accommodate um, people all across um, the, the world. We've had people from all the different continents um, join the program at different times. As I said, it's just a maximum of 12 ladies that can join each time because I like to keep it very intimate, very small, very um, personalized. Also, not every, every um, uh, lady comes to every call. So the ladies from America, they often don't come to the Tuesday calls, they often come to the Thursday calls. Ladies from, say, Australia, they often don't come to the Thursday calls. So it depends on like where people are coming from. A lot of people from the UK, they like both the call timing. So sometimes they come to both, sometimes they come to either one. What I would recommend is to come to at least one call a week. Now, I know you guys are busy. 
I know you're not going to be able to come to all of the calls, but if you can come to the, the vast majority of the calls, so at least 20 of the 23 calls, then you're going to be gaining as much as you need to. So if you need anything in between the calls, we have a private Facebook group where it's only the members that are that are in there and I'm your coach. I will coach you um, as many times as you need um, seven days a week, basically. So obviously at the weekends, I'm not um, in there coaching as much, but because I love coaching you guys, I, I'm happy to just chime in whenever you need um, any help with that. So you can get daily written coaching in the private Facebook group. Um, and also, I have created a specific um, planner, which is the Mind and Body Food Planner. This is something that I created because there was nothing out on the market to combine the mind management piece with food planning. So I um, created this so that I could um, like help my clients with incorporating the mind management side of food planning. So... Okay, this is my planner, so you can like it's already used and stuff, but you'll you'll see that there's a 24 hour plan, there's a 24 hour assessment. Um, and then there's also um, some journal prompts there for different different things. And then there's um, like some some um, space for some journaling, you might not be able to see it very well. It's not coming up very well. But anyway, there's some journal pages in there. And then there's also some dive deeper worksheets. And these are um, the things that will really help you understand every overeat that you have. Because remember, if you're um, really, if you're understanding the reasons why you're eating, then you will understand what you need to do. Okay. Um, did I say everything? Oh, yeah. And the other thing is you get the course. So I've um, created a course of five modules um, and it's a very comprehensive course. It's basically I love to call it the Netflix of weight loss um, and of mind management because in the program, because it's a life coaching program with the aim of weight loss, we deal with all the things that are happening in your life that help you um, to lose weight. So if, say, you're having problems with um Amisha, you can go. Don't worry. Um, you you can catch up on the on the replay. Thanks for coming. Um, no problem at all. So, um, if you are say struggling with some uh, with a relationship and that's making you want to overeat, then we will coach on that. Say you're struggling with um, with. Uh, something at work and something's going on and that's making you want to overeat then we we coach on that now most of it is going to be to do with like the weight and the you know um things that are stopping you from um dealing with the weight but a lot of the things are also to do with your own relationship with yourself what are the, how the ways you think about yourself you talk to yourself and when we can change that then the weight loss is just a added bonus, basically. So even though you're coming in for that, you will be dealing with that root cause of the weight loss for yourself, which is so fun because then you never have to deal with it again at all. So what, um, what you will be getting is the twice, twice weekly um, group coaching calls. You'll be getting the Mind and Body Food Planner. And enrollment is open until the 17th of um, July. You can book in a free consult with me. So if you go to www.amruticoaching.com forward slash group, you can either sign up directly on there. Or if you wanted to speak to me to see if we're a good fit for working together, then you can book a free consult. If you just scroll down to the bottom of the page, we can um, have a chat. It's a 30 minute chat, just you and me to see um, what you're struggling with, what you'd like to achieve, how coaching may be able to help you. Um, and if you have any questions or any doubts, we can help talk through them if that's something that you would like to do. So I'm offering free consults up until the 17th. And everyone who signs up this round, I'm going to be 
be sending you the mind and body food planner in the printed copy um, to your door anywhere in the world. So this is why I want you, the earlier you can sign up, the better, because spaces will get filled up. Um, it is, the investment is £5,000 as a one-time investment, or if you wanted a payment plan, it's £1,000 per month for six months. And this is something that is, that once you learn, you've learned for life. Um, so yeah, it's an investment into your brain, into your body, into feeling better for the last time. So if you have kind of like any questions coming up or any concerns or anything like that, you can just type them in the chat. But I would love to help you on this. And I also know that you guys want the help on this because you are still here. I know some of you are going to be watching the replay. So what I want you to think about is it's normal for the brain to come up with reasons why it feels a little bit uncomfortable or doubtful. It may be this is too much money. It may be I don't have the time for this. It may be my partner may not agree. It may be, I don't know if this will be possible for me. So whatever comes up for you is completely normal. And it's definitely something that we can talk through. But I just want you to know that your brain is meant to come up with these things. Because remember what we talked about at the beginning of the call, You're, you have a primitive brain that wants you to do what you've always done. Because when you do what you've always done, you're safe. Your brain is, in, is wired to um, keep you doing what you've always done. So this is the reason why you can actually um, understand um, the, um, the, the, that root cause. Because if you are understanding that the brain is always going to do what it's always done, you need to generate that emotion and actually overcome that primitive brain by taking the action to do something that you, if you want to change that. So definitely something. Okay, Rachel, you said, do you cover tips on dealing with cortisol levels and the effect they can have on the tummy? Yeah, so um, when we deal with um, the hunger hormones in the live event, we will be teaching you about um, insulin, about leptin, about ghrelin, how to actually balance those hunger hormones. We'll be teaching you about the effect of cortisol or stress or any of those things on your insulin levels. Because very briefly, let me just teach you about that. Um, cortisol is a stress um, hormone. And when your cortisol levels are high, the reason why it impacts your weight loss is because when your cortisol levels are high, your insulin levels raise as well. And insulin is the main hormone in your weight loss. So whenever your insulin levels are high, what tends to happen is you're in fat storage mode instead of fat burning mode. And in weight loss, what you want to try and do is you want to be in fat burning mode. So this is the reason why if your cortisol levels are high, then you're going to be in fat storage mode rather than fat burning mode. So this is the reason why you want to lower your cortisol levels, which we'll be talking about. Um, and you want to lower your insulin levels, which um, I'll be teaching you in the program which when you can learn how to do those things, not only will you start losing weight, but you will also um, balance out those hunger hormones and the other hormonal um, uh, changes in your body. So great question. Okay, um, so let me bring up some of the questions that people asked um, previously um, so that I can answer some of those. And if you have any questions right now, anything that you would like um, help with, you can also book a, a book a free consult. So remember, if you want to book a free consult, you just go to www.amruticoaching.com forward slash group. And you just scroll down um, to the near the bottom of the page and you can book a free consult with me. I have um, slots. I've opened up my calendar the whole of the week. So um, 
I can speak to all of you guys and help you because I know that this changes lives. It's changed my life. It changes all the lives of all of my clients that I've worked with. And I know it will change yours too. Um, and so if there is anything that you're interested in and you and you're like, oh, you know, what? I really want this, but I'm just not sure or anything like that jump on a consult and I'll definitely be able to help you with that. And remember, it's no obligation. It's not like I, I, I'm going to force you to sign up or anything. You get to say yes, you get to say no. It will only be like if we're a good fit for working with each other that I will say, yeah, I think this is a good fit. Let's, let's um, you know, um, start working together. Okay. Um, okay. Let's bring up some of those questions. Okay. So this lady said, um, I want to stay anonymous because this is um, a little bit personal. So I said, okay. Um, so she said, I have tried every single diet under the sun. I have tried intermittent fasting. I have tried Weight Watchers. I have tried even the cabbage soup diet. I, I can relate firstly, right? Can you guys all relate? Nothing has worked for me. And I just want to know how can I be sure that this will work for me? Okay. So this is something that comes up so often. All of you guys are here because you have tried everything under the sun and nothing has ever worked. And I completely just want to relate to you here because I was in the same boat. And I just want to also offer you that it's definitely um, possible to lose the weight and not have to worry about it ever again. This time I didn't um, put up the, the slides, but previously what I did was I had pictures of myself previously and, and now. And so 42 kgs, you can go to my Instagram, you can see there's, there's some pictures there. But um, it's a big difference. And so just by managing your mind, you can really, really, really change. So many people ask me, hey, but I've got um, hypothyroidism. I've got diabetes. I've um, had weight loss surgery. I've, um, you know, uh, got all of these things that are wrong with me. Can you still help me? And the answer is always yes, because when you can manage your mind, when you can understand that it's my thoughts that create my results, even if I just tweak my thinking slightly, I will change my results completely. That's when everything changes. It doesn't matter then if you have diabetes, if you had weight loss surgery, if you, you know, got hypothyroidism, if you're going through the menopause, it doesn't matter. These things may impact your weight loss a little bit, but they're not the main things that create your weight loss or your weight gain. And so when you can be in control of the things that you can control. Because remember, we can't control the menopause. We can't control that we have diabetes. Well, of course, we, we can impact that, but we can't control that we've got that right now, right? We can't impact that um, we have hypothyroidism. But what we can do is change our thinking, our feeling, our actions, and our results. And so in this program, what you will learn how to do is take control of the bits that you can control, which is so powerful. So what I wanted to say to this lady is, yes, even though you have tried everything else under the sun, you haven't tried this. And I have a money back guarantee. So I know that you guys have spent so much time, energy, money on your weight and like trying to feel better and all of this. And so this is why I provide a full money back guarantee. If you do not lose weight in the program, based on you attending at least one of the two live coaching calls per week, filling out your, um, your thought download and your plans, attending the calls and seeking written coaching, and, and doing the course, if you do those things and you don't lose weight in the program, you will get all of your money back. So I want to assure you that I know, did you know that the average person in the UK, average woman in the UK spends 25,000 pounds on weight loss over her lifetime and 17 years of her life worrying about her weight and trying to lose weight. 
So this six months will teach you how to not have to do that for the rest of your life. So this is why this is so impactful. And the quicker you can start learning this, the more impactful it is, because then you have the tools for life. Okay. So this lady um, typed in. So remember, the ladies who are on the call, if you do have any questions, type them in. Otherwise, I've got a list of questions um, from, I think I've got three or four questions from other people who couldn't attend live. So if you um, are on the call and you wanted to ask any questions, just type them in the chat and otherwise I'll, I'll just answer these other ones. Okay, so this lady said, I've got 40 kilos to lose. I know that this is a six-month group coaching program. What happens if I don't lose all of my weight in that time? So... This is a very common question. If you have more than um, a certain amount to lose, then you may think, okay, should I still sign up? Should I not sign up? Will I lose all of my weight in this time? It's very normal for you to think all of these things. What I wanted to tell you is that the way that I will be teaching you weight loss, it's not going to be like the same as other programs where you may have lost a lot of weight and then gained it all back again. This may be that this is where we are literally rewiring your brain so you don't have to worry about it again. So once you can learn it this way, you don't have to keep like, you know, relearning things. So it may be slower than other programs initially, but if you think about it in the longer term, it's way faster. So if you don't lose all of the weight that you want to lose in the six months, that's not a problem at all. If you want to, you can carry on applying the tools and do it by yourself. If you feel like you still need some further support, which a lot of people do, about half of my clients sign up again if they want to lose more weight and about half of them try by themselves. And then if they need help in the future, they, they come back. It's about half and half. So you get to decide at the end of the six months if, if you would like to resign or if you would like to try it on your own. And eat, there's no right or wrong answer. You just got get to decide for you. But it's not that you will um, lose all of your weight if you've got a lot of weight to lose. But also, I just wanted to also say that, yes, it may be slower than other programs. But actually, sometimes it's way faster than other programs because previously you may have restarted something else and then started something else and then started something else and actually ended up gaining weight in the longer term. Right. I know all of you can relate. But actually, when you are sticking to the to the same protocol and just tweaking it yourself, it, you make it yours. So you make it something that you love. So you don't have to then keep changing it. So this is why it's really super fun. And um, yeah, then at the end of it, if you've not lost all of the weight in the six months, that's completely fine. You can either practice it yourself because you will learn all the tools to um, do the six step process by yourself. Or if you feel like you still need some further support, then you can um, sign up at, at the end of six months and I will always support you. Okay. So here you said, my problem is that I can't stick to a plan. I don't have a lot of weight to lose, but I need to get into a proper plan and stick to it. I get so angry with myself for not um, doing as I should. So this is so common and I completely hear you. So even if you don't have a lot of weight to lose, it may be that you want to feel in control around food. And it doesn't matter if you've got weight to lose or not weight to lose. That feeling of feeling in control is, is what you're craving. So what I would suggest for you is looking at why do you feel so angry at yourself for not doing what you should? What do you make it mean about yourself? I think a lot of us make it something to do with our morality or, or something to do with, you know, there's something wrong with me. Why can't I just stick to it? But I just want to assure you that there's nothing wrong with you at all. Nothing at all. It's just that you've got a very normal functioning human brain that wants you to seek pleasure, avoid pain and stay how you are. So that means you're always going to eat the food. Remember? Because you've got a normal functioning human brain. But you also have been blessed with that prefrontal cortex, that 6% of your brain. 
And so this is when you can start learning how to be kind to yourself, how to be compassionate, how to evaluate, how to feel the emotions in the moment. Because it feels like what you're doing is you, um, you said you can't stick to a plan. So what that may be is that you might either not be planning firstly, so you just want to make a very basic plan. A plan just means writing down what you're going to eat that day. It can take one minute. It doesn't have to be like anything fancy or anything. You can literally just be writing down what you're going to eat that day. So first thing is actually making a plan. So you know, so your brain knows, have I stuck to it or haven't I stuck to it? Okay. And then the second thing is looking at, um, if I didn't stick to it, what was the reason why? Was it because I told myself, oh, you know what, it doesn't matter, I'll start again tomorrow? Was it because you were like, oh, you know what, I really need this to feel better? Was it because you were trying to feel you were feeling, I don't know, lonely or upset? And so that's why you were eating. You want to try and get to that root cause, because when you get to that root cause, you can give yourself what food isn't giving to you. Because when you can give yourself what you feel food is giving to you, then then um, you can um, feel better without needing the food. And this is what will help you get to that root cause of that. The other thing is treating yourself nicer when um, you uh, don't stick to what you say you're going to do. Because remember what I said about failure. You're going to fail on this journey. It's normal. This is expected. So I want you to expect it and I want you to keep going. OK, so ladies, we've come to the end of the call now because I know that I said that it's going to be 60 to 90 minutes and I want to honor all of your time. So thank you so much for, for being on the call today. Um, if you have any questions, you can email me if you would like to. Um, but if you really feel called um, to do this work, I would love to help you. I would love to um, help you really put it into practice so that you never have to worry about your food, your weight ever again. And so I invite you to join the group coaching program. It is a six month group coaching program with the twice weekly calls. Um, and then um, remember, if you sign up by the 17th, I'll be sending you this um, through the post. And um, I would love to help you. So remember, if you want to book a consult or to sign up directly, you can go to www.amritycoaching.com forward slash group. Okay, my friends, I'll see you next time. Bye. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for coming. And um, I hope you found it useful. Okay, bye. For more free resources and for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com.